Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life is stuck in a rut, this is the show for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, I'm going to have a conversation with an author uh, who's published two books named John Turney. I met John at WordFest 2019 in Corpus Christi, Texas. That's a show that, actually, that's an event hosted by a Beyond the Rut alum, Alyssa Hope Wagner, uh, another author, as she gathered writers, artists, and podcaster. Oh, I was the only podcaster there just to share tips and tricks and just information about our crafts. And um, in that time, I met John and I just thought, you know what, you have a neat story. Let's get you on the show. So John is going to share with us how he went from being a guitar player, a guitarist, who after having a medical diagnosis that showed him and, and shared with him that he wouldn't really be able to play anymore, reinvented himself into an author and so for the last 18 years that's exactly what he has been doing he has published two books so far and he's going to share with you how he got started what his typical routine is like and what's on the horizon so sit back and relax unless you're driving in that case we need you to stay safe and get to where you're going and uh here we go all right. Hey, John, thank you for jumping on the mic real quick here at WordFest 2019. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It looks like it's a great day here. Yeah. Now I was actually, actually, I missed this event last year, uh, but I'd seen photos and, you know, Alyssa Hope Wagner, who hosts this event, is a good friend of mine. And this event is much, much bigger than it was last year. That I already know. And, it, you know, got to meet you. Well, I heard of this from a uh, person that, uh, I'm in a writer's group with in San Antonio. Okay. So he actually lives in San Antonio. He came down here to to uh, sell some books, of course, and yeah. uh, meet some authors. Nice. So I've actually heard it through somebody in San Antonio. That is cool. I think Alyssa will love to hear that she's had that kind of reach. I don't think she expected that. I know her initial uh, intent was just to get the Corpus Christi Coastal Bend area involved in being inspired to write. and. <laughs> You're probably the second or third person I've met from the San Antonio area to come down. So that's really cool to, to see. Well, actually, the reach goes further than that. I'm originally from Ohio. So. Oh, there we go. Hey. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we were just chatting before we hit the record button, and you've been an author for uh, about 18, 20 years, you said. That's correct. And you published a book called, let me look over here, Whiskey Sunrise. Whiskey Sunrise. And uh, from what you would shared with me, somebody else was the publisher for that, and the publisher went out of business. Well, uh, my first book was called Innocent Blood. Okay. And that publisher, for health reasons, with her and her family and some other struggles she was having, she had to close her doors. And so oh. that book went out of print. Okay. Uh, going to a writer's conference, I met this publisher. Uh, it originally was with a, another house. And she took one of the divisions of that house and started her own publishing house. Okay. And so that is uh, Brimstone. Okay. Tell and me. That, that's speculative Christian fiction. Oh, neat. Okay. And I, I had the idea that maybe this is, has uh, like a country western theme to it as well, or genre, as well as Christian. I know the book we were talking about before uh, in, involved somebody who is Navajo and uh, kind of a mixed biracial type of background. 
Right. The, uh, the plot of the story deals with uh, a small town police chief taking on a drug cartel that has uh, gun running and uh, drugs and uh, crooked politicians. The um, main character, the, the sher- the, uh, not the sheriff, he's a police chief, there is a difference. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> he is half Navajo, half white, and uh, so he's dealing with, with that. His uncle is uh, a full-blooded Navajo. His wife is uh, a white Christian. And so there's uh, interplay between those cultures plus yeah. the uh, mixing it in with the, uh, the drug cartel. Okay, and that's uh, Whiskey Sunrise. That's Whiskey Sunrise. Nice. And uh, folks can buy that on what, Amazon? Amazon, and, yes. And Barnes & Noble? Uh, no, it's a, it's a small indie publisher, so you basically have to either come to a conference where I'm at okay. or uh, get it on Amazon. Cool, and, and Barnes & Noble won't sue me if I say most people buy their books from Amazon anyway, so, <laughs> or will no. they? Uh, I'll Barn, find out. <laughs> Barnes & Noble is a great bookstore. <laughs> yes, there we go. We love them. They're awesome. I, I go there all the time. It's so, the only store we got in town. B&N, <laughs> that's a free plug for you. <laughs> there we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> so how many books have you published overall? So I published two. Okay. The uh, first one I published, they went out of business, yeah. and like I said, and then I published this one. The sequel I'm I'm working on now, doing the final revision, and so it should be coming out about okay. a half a year from now. I've done the third in the series, but that's still pretty much in raw form. And I've done some short stories, had some devotionals printed. Okay. Nice. Um, but you'd mentioned also earlier that you know writing wasn't something you'd always done. You you have been a creative. You uh, gone to school to get a degree in fine arts, uh, and so tell us a little bit about that and and what made you get into writing in the first place. Well, I've always been interested in art. Uh, I went to the uh, art museum on Saturdays when I was young, and they had art classes there. Yeah. So that was a neat experience, seeing some of the ancient architecture that they had there and the ancient statues all the way up to modern art. When I was in high school, I majored in art, went to college, majored in in art with a specific in uh, painting. Okay. Graduated and decided that I wanted to do music. Oh. So I, I... play guitar for a number of years before that, but I really got serious then. Um, we played out a couple times, and then the band broke up, so... Uh, as they all do. <laughs> well, not all, but yeah. <laughs> Don't look for any recordings. You won't find them. Uh, uh, there's one tape that I have that I never let anybody listen to. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> it's pretty raw. Okay. And... Uh, after playing guitar for all those years, what happened was I just started developing pain in my wrist. Oh, okay. And it got so bad that I got it to a point where I couldn't practice for 10 minutes and, and then it, without pain in my hand for, for a month. Mm. I couldn't hardly close my, my uh, thumb. So then I said, well, you know, you don't get very good practicing for 10 months once a month. Ten, 10 minutes once a yeah. month. <laughs> uh, you, you really need to practice a little bit more than that. Yeah, it takes longer to get to those 10,000 hours of experience right. at 10 minutes a day. And so uh, 
I was reading a book at that time, and it wasn't bad. But I said, you know, I, I took some creative writing in high school and in college. I think I can do better than this guy. Yeah. And I found out that wasn't necessarily the case. It takes a lot of hard work just to get the raw story down. Yeah. As you're doing that, you're learning about the plot. You're learning about the characters. And uh, sometimes the characters will say, um, hey, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and so as the author, you say, okay, you know, this is where I'm trying to go. No, we're not going to go there. Wow. Yeah. And, and they'll let you know. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's like having a private conversation with people that don't really exist. Yeah. I've I heard that from another um, fiction writer where, yeah, just that character does develop a life. And, I mean, it, it is in the imagination, but still, that I mean, you're creating an entire world that is to be believable by the reader. And in that, you know, the characters do come to life and they do have that personality that comes out. And, uh, and then you realize maybe something that they're going directionally impacts something way back in, like, the first chapter that you may have to adjust just so that they stay consistent. That's why we edit, and yes. re-edit, and re-edit, then have somebody else look at it, they edit it, send it back to you so you can re-edit their edits. <laughs> they send it to somebody else in the company, they edit, and then you re-edit their edits, and, and it's a long process yeah. to finally get a uh, quality book out there. Yeah. And so I know, gosh, there's always somebody out there that talks about, you can get a book put out there, in weeks or mo- like a month or two, and, and like it's that quick, rich, uh, get rich quick kind of language being used. Uh, but realistically, what was the timeline that it took for you to get from concept to actually putting a book on the shelf? It took nine years to get the uh, first book out that uh, eventually uh, became unavailable because the publisher yeah. went out of business. So nine years, and I've heard it t- could take um, average to 10, 11, 12 years. Yeah. Because there's a lot of learning. Yeah. Best thing, read books on how to write and go to uh, conferences. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Whiskey Sunrise, what was the timeline from start to finish for you on that one? That took a couple years. Yeah. Um, again, it was, uh, an, it was my second book. And so I was still very much raw as a writer. Yeah. And just kept writing it, rewriting it, um, it's a lot of research. Mm-hmm. I ne- it takes place in Arizona, and I've never been to Arizona. Oh, yeah. So I had to find out what Arizona was like <clears throat> through other people. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, where I was working at the time, uh, I had a co-worker who went to Arizona a lot. He backpacked in the rough country, and so... He gave me a lot of ideas of what it was actually like to to be in uh, in that environment, and so I also was not in any drug cartel. Yeah, <laughs> never been there. It'd be a different and, kind of episode if you were. <laughs> yes, and so um, I had to do research on the on the drug cartels, and I wanted to avoid the. Drug cartels are evil and violent because they are violent, but yeah. that's not what I wanted to focus on in the learning process. I wanted to get into the minds of what makes somebody in a drug drug cartel who they are. Oh wow! 
And uh, how'd you research that? Just biographies. Okay. Um, books on drug cartels. Uh, read a, uh, a biography of some um, cop that went undercover for a uh, biker gang. Okay. And and just on the internet reading those kind of stories it really helped wow so you didn't just like watch a season of narcos and say i'm good i'm an expert you actually uh, did some real work here to get to that point yes because those guys that wrote that probably did their own research yes so. <laughs> I, I think what's really neat to point out also is um and brandon couldn't be here with us because he's you know, on vacation or something some, enjoy israel brandon brandon i know brandon man um lucky <laughs> but one thing he says on the show a lot is uh you just got to do the work there's no substitute for doing the work and your story alone in writing and publishing two books you've done you've done just that you've done the research you've taken the time to imagine and really connect all the dots from point a to point b to z all the way to z um and even the other element of you played guitar you were in a band and you kind of had that taken away from you and I know a lot of people who would just um, kind of fold over and die in a sense like that's it I can never be an artist again and they'll just wallow in that misery and what you did instead was you reinvented yourself and said you know what I'm still artistic I'm still creative but this is the channel this is the medium I'm going to use now and, and you, you went for it. You know, that, if me, all amazing. I had left was to draw stick figures, I probably would be drawing <laughs> stick figures on uh, loose-leaf paper. But uh, somebody with an uh, artistic mind, and that's uh, writers, artists, musicians, um, all those kind of people, when it gets into your heart and into your soul, you just got to do something creative. Yeah. And you did other writing other than just two books. You told me you did some, some devotionals. You've written uh, a variety of other media or um, formats. Right. Tell us about that. Uh, when I was first getting started, there was a, uh, a website that uh, wanted devotionals. So I wrote a couple for them. I, um, again, writer's conferences. If you want to be a writer, go to writer's conferences. I met a person at a writer's conference she was the publisher for a home health care magazine that was online. Oh, wow. I, just, I just sat down and talked with her um, and published uh, an article with, with our, uh, her magazine. And um, then she left, and the person who took over contacted me and said, uh, can you do an article on something like this? Yeah. And so it was a broad broad topic and of course I can whenever you get a writing gig writers take it yeah and uh because it, it owns your craft too right like even if it's not your genre I mean now you've got to learn a new style and you pick up a new skill in that respect I think that's that's very true yeah nice and I've uh, done some short stories I have a, a book that I'm selling here at WordFest not WorldFest as the sign said um <laughs> But I have a short story in this anthology. The editors wanted uh, stories based on a small Canadian town that's kind of like a mixture between um, Mayberry and the TV show Supernatural. Oh, interesting. So, uh, a normal-looking town on the outside, but not so normal when you get inside. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is neat. 
Now, you mentioned a couple of times if you're looking to, to branch out as a writer or really grow as a writer, writing conferences are the way to go. Um, if I could only go to one conference in the United States, what would you recommend is the, the writing conference to go to? The one I generally go to is Write to Publish in uh, the Chicago area. It's on Wheat, um, excuse me, on Wheaton College. Okay. Um, it's a uh, Christian university, uh, and that's a, a very, very excellent yeah. uh, writer's conference. I've also attended the ACFW conference. I went there this year. Um, but it, one of the best things to do is pick a conference probably that's close to you, and if that doesn't work, then pick one that kind of meets the style of writing you're doing. Okay. If you're writing mystery, try to find a mystery conference. If you're you're trying to do um, uh, fantasy, try to find a conference that has fantasy. Some conferences mix the genre, so you could could, uh, uh, go to those as well. Okay. Neat. And, of course, where do you find them? You just get on Google and Google something like that. I, I found professional conferences that way. Is just I jumped on the internet and they pop up. So it's it's funny. <laughs> and some writing magazines also in in the back will have um, a list of conferences and, oh, okay. and who's going to be there and and the topics. Yeah. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah. Food for thought there too. Now, um, let's say I'm somebody who works in a corporate job. I got a nine to five. I got to commute every day. But deep down inside, I want to be a writer. Uh, what advice would you give that person, uh, or to me, if I'm that person, uh, to jump in and start writing? First off, um, you have to have the passion to, to do that. One of the important things to keep in mind is when you decide to be a writer, you're not going to be paid at that moment. So you need to keep your job. Okay, that's good. <laughs> My wife would like that. <laughs> if you have family... You really need to continue to have that relationship with your family. It's very easy to slip into that world you're creating and, and forget everything around you. But no, you want your family is there, and, and you, you want to keep your family. And so take time out to spend time with your wife, your children. Uh, go to the movies with them. Go shopping, whatever they want to do. They will support you more if you keep them in your lives. Nice. Yeah, if you use this writing to replace your family, then I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll see some pushback. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, um, and then the most important advice I can give is called the big method of writing, button chair. Oh, yeah. That helps. It, it, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not sitting there writing, if your fingers are not on that keyboard, guess what? You're not writing. Yeah. Very similar to podcasting. Like, if you want to actually have episodes to, to put out there, you got to, yeah, sit down or stand up, but you got to put the equipment together and hit record. Yeah. That's right. Nice. If you want to learn how to play guitar, guess what? You have to buy a guitar. Yeah. Or at least rent one, but yeah, you got to get a guitar. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can't do it like the, the Phoebe method off of Friends. You know, but I don't know if you've ever seen that show or not, but. Uh, uh, nor can you uh, learn from the, uh, what was that? Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah. Oh, my son thought he could play guitar after that game. <laughs> he can learn to move, but you can't learn how to play. Yeah, he knew the songs, but like, on a real guitar, he was like, 
the strumming is weird. I'm like, yeah, it's not a button, is it, son? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to play, but uh, my daughter has a ukulele that she messes around with. Um, so if somebody wanted to get in touch with you and maybe talk about a book idea or maybe get some advice uh, or you know, reignite the first book that you haven't been able to publish because of the other publisher, uh, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Um, you can uh, contact me best by my email. It's my name, John Turney, J-O-H-N-T-U-R-N-E-Y-5-9 at gmail.com. I get a ton of email, a lot of uh, unsolicited email. Oh, and yeah. The type you try to unsubscribe and you still get them. Uh, those are annoying. Yes. So don't be the guy, if you're listening right now and you're like, I'm going to do that, don't do that. Please don't. <laughs> so the, if you want my attention, the best bet would be in a subject line put WordFest 2019. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, or WordFest 2019 dash or slash podcast. And then I know where the email's coming awesome. from. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, it was great to have you on. And thanks for jumping in the hot seat on the fly. Uh, we had just spoken before we hit record. And then I was like, hey, you want to record now? And you said yes. And that takes a lot of courage. And I really appreciate you taking well, the time to do I that. appreciate you asking me, Jerry. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. If you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 202. There you'll find John's email address as well as links to his book and uh, whatever else we've talked about in this event, uh, in this episode. We're so glad you joined us this week and we look forward to joining with you again next week. And the best way you can you know, support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. Until next week, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.